So online lifestyle and advice guru Annie DeBay has recently changed her stance from never doing any short form content to now going all in on TikTok and Instagram Reels, but not YouTube Shorts, which is very confusing. We're going to break all this down as a follow-up to last year's controversy over her initial stance on YouTube Shorts. We'll compare contrast a little bit, and I'll give my take on all this as well. But first, let's quickly recap the Shorts controversy of one year ago. So her original Shorts opinion video was a year ago, while Shorts were still in beta testing but really gaining momentum. Annie at that time explained why she doesn't use YouTube Shorts, doesn't even watch Shorts, and why you shouldn't either. Her reasons were, were being it was a trick to get tons of views, people don't make short videos out of passion, it's, short videos aren't suitable for all content, they severely impact average view duration and audience retention, there was ineligibility regarding monetization and watch time, and how it is another metric to obsess over for creators, which she saw as a bad thing. Now, all of this was in support of not making or watching YouTube shorts and the like on TikTok or Instagram. Now, Nate from Channel Makers actually did a great response video to this, which I will link at the end of this video if you're interested in this entire shorts drama argument, whatever you want to call it. But long story short, pun intended. <laughs> One year later, I can debunk most of her her claims within my own channel experience. Uh, for example, not all shorts are views heavy, but many are. My short clip, my shorts are clips from longer videos I made out of passion that taught me a lot about audience retention and effective, concise communication to help me understand and make my longer videos better. I have shorts and longer than 10 minute videos with over 100% retention in the past year since I've incorporated shorts on my channel, which was not the case before. So I can't say for sure if shorts have negatively impacted metrics on my channel. And also now shorts are eligible for monetization. So that was just kind of a short sighted point that has changed since she made that video a year ago. And while yes, it is another metric to obsess over. It still has the same metrics, a short video as any other video on YouTube before shorts. It is just now on its own separate category in a lot of senses. So Annie's initial video didn't age very well compared to Nate's rebuttal that was taken down briefly from a copyright strike from Annie, which in my opinion was the nail in the coffin for her and what prompted my original video last year on this incident. But what prompted me to make this update was a video from Annie I saw uploaded last month titled, Six Years Later, I Downloaded TikTok, What's Next for Influencer Careers? So in this video, Annie states she 110% believes TikTok is the future of making a living as an influencer and having a consistent stream of income as an influencer. Now, after a few days of research and research, and after just downloading the app and analyzing over a few days, Annie said she's 110% sure. But then goes on to say, YouTube or Instagram aren't going anywhere. But then she says TikTok has no guarantees, but is simpler from an analytics stance than YouTube. Emphasizing TikTok's involvement with engagement and 
Once you publish, it's an instant push to the For You page and the benefits of autoplay over other platforms. Then she states an example of her friend blowing up on TikTok but not being able to do the same with standard YouTube videos. She also said, the short form content requires almost no effort compared to YouTube and the creative process is more stress free and saying that the shorter content cuts down on prep and upload time. She goes into tricks to get people to watch TikToks more often and longer. And now she is comparing TikTok to full length videos on YouTube, completely ignoring that YouTube has shorts at this point because I think she knows her past comments on this are, are a problem and is trying to avoid talking about it in this video until the end. But then she says people are making TikToks, then re-uploading to Instagram Reels without the TikTok watermark, still ignoring that shorts exist. She mentions having followers on one platform go and follow you on another by cross-promoting your platforms with each other. But then goes into saying how she's seen so many people making easy money on these other platforms, creating their own micro YouTubes. She says though, long videos are often turned into TikToks, but also says now TikTok is allowing longer videos, which she says is gonna put the nail in the coffin of YouTube, even though earlier she said YouTube wasn't going anywhere. Then she addresses YouTube Shorts directly saying, they are not at a level of other platforms because YouTube doesn't let you separate shorts from other content and doesn't have trending sounds and videos and doesn't have the for you or explore page algorithm of other platforms. Mind you, this is a comment three to five days in to having a TikTok account where she says she found this huge revelation after only a couple days on the platform. So at this point, you may be wondering, <laughs> these two videos a year apart seem polar opposite and very confusing. And I would agree. But then just to make sure I wasn't missing any piece to this puzzle, I tried to scan through her channel. And before she even made the initial shorts videos and her new change of stance from never TikTok or never reels. In this video on February 18th, 2021, mind you, the initial shorts video was on March 25th, 2021. So almost a month later. The video was about how to promote your YouTube channel and get a thousand subscribers fast in 2021. Here she promotes TikTok as if she uses it. So this prompts the first question of was she ever not on TikTok prior to this recent stint where she gave the impression that she had just joined within days. And in this video, she also praises the YouTube algorithm for growing your content which is a change from her, from her recent TikTok, TikTok related video. Fast forward to March 4th, 2022, a few weeks ago, and Annie does a video on how to change your content on social media, referencing YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Now in this one, she says, not having a plan for changing your content is bad, which I thought was a, a joke because she clearly is not self-reflecting on that one and is now praising the metrics of audience retention and average view duration on YouTube, even though she was just knocking it on the TikTok related video a few weeks before. Still not mentioning YouTube shorts at all. Then she says nothing is overnight and it was a six to eight month process of change for her, but just made this groundbreaking finding 
in her TikTok video after allegedly three to five days of being on the platform. In this video, she also recommends her SEO videos of hers on her YouTube, but just recently said she couldn't help a friend grow her channel and basically said YouTube pales in comparison to the other platforms. Then she goes on to make a statement about people messaging about her change in content and not being very happy and not nice to her. I can imagine a lot of that is sourced out of frustration and confusion about the change in content and principle without acknowledging the obvious stance con conflict conflicting with her YouTube short stance and not being consistent in her current stance on other platforms that doesn't make any sense. But let's compare and contrast what's going on here. So her stance from being a never TikToker, never reels person to now a pro reels, pro TikTok, but still being against YouTube shorts, even though now I'm questioning if she was ever anti TikTok. Overall, what I see is a YouTube growth channel now praising another platform, a rival, if you will, on YouTube because the rival has less metrics to measure content with, which does not make sense to me because to me, more metrics means more feedback from the platform to use to improve my content on that platform. At this point, it seems clear to me that Annie is trying to have her cake and eat it too. She seems to want to attract an audience that doesn't want to figure out how the YouTube system works because it's too complicated. Maybe she herself has given up on it because her channel isn't doing so well as of late and as well as before. But she also seems to want to attract an audience that does want to learn SEO from her search and search engine optimization. So Annie, I think highlighting her unsuccessful attempt at helping a friend start and grow her YouTube channel was a sign she isn't thinking this all the way through because it hits at her credibility the same way that initial shorts video and reaction to the backlash from Annie by striking channel makers channel, that whole thing hit at her credibility as well. From what I gather, it is easier for Annie to be an expert at TikTok because there is less to learn on there than YouTube, where you have to learn a lot about analytics and the terms and what they mean, how they're connected. And to me, it looks like she wants an easy button because she can't explain analytics as well as others on YouTube, even though she was explaining TikTok basically the same way you would explain YouTube. But I guess... Since she didn't explicitly say that, she thinks that we as the audience didn't think it either. Almost as if she thinks her audience doesn't question anything that she ever says and that we all have a short-term memory. But if it is as easy to publish your TikTok content on Reels, then why not push it to Shorts too if it's that easy? But this also contradicts her push to cross-promote on platforms and repurpose one platform content on the other. I would either promote one platform on others to get people on all the platforms to one main platform that you like for a certain type of content on there or repurpose the content elsewhere, hoping to get people to like your content on that platform, the platform of their choice. So no matter where they're watching, people will get everything that you have to offer. Because at the end of the day, people can only consume so much content. We only have 24 hours in a day. I know you can watch stuff on like, double speed or whatever, but even that has limits. But before, Annie implied that longer videos meant 
there was more passion in them than long than shorter videos. But recently, she said that the reason she liked TikTok was because it was a way to cut down on content workload, implying she wants to find shortcuts to being successful, which to me is not inherently bad. But what message is that sending to your audience? And I mentioned this in my first video on this whole situation last year where I praised her for being able to be concise in her content and working smarter, not harder. The problem is there are so many growth channels working harder and smarter than her right now. So it does, doesn't appear she can just be taking those shortcuts. And she does seem to want to double down on her stance on YouTube shorts, probably so she doesn't have to prove the critics right and, and risk losing even more credibility than she already has in this area. But here are some of the many examples of inconsistencies I've noticed. First, there is not much of a difference between short form standalone content from TikTok, Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, and posting to a story, either on Snapchat or Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, whatever. It is just organized and promoted and named something different. But if you do it right, it can work the same way, but be pushed out more to reach more people for more growth and more success because it is a new feature. And when platforms put new features out there, they want people to use them. Now I agreed with her on the whole, don't follow a trend or something, something new just because everyone else is doing it and it's new. And that would result in taking away from the passion and the value. But why risk what she did as far as not even trying it and seeing if it's beneficial to you and your audience, especially if you're positioning yourself as an expert or as a, as a growth advice channel. Why do that until you've tried it? Don't knock it until you try it, but maybe do it and be honest that, hey, this is an experiment and we're gonna see how this goes. Instead of this hard line approach and stance that has not aged well at all and you took a very big risk on that. But on the easy upload, quick into the algorithm recommendation, TikTok autoplay front, YouTube shorts as a function of YouTube has basically all the same things built into it. When I upload a YouTube short, it goes to the short shelf, which is basically the for you for shorts for people, for them to watch. People swipe and they either get an autoplay of a similar video to mine that they just watched or someone else's. And it's based on engagement, which is what YouTube has told us, which is what you said TikTok was. But also I don't think the autoplay thing should be the most important metric or be the reason that you choose TikTok over YouTube because especially if you're saying that TikTok, if what Andy says is correct, has less metrics to evaluate your content on by regarding or in, in reference to viewership and, and viewer retention because on TikTok, if you are getting views from autoplay, it doesn't necessarily mean those people are watching your entire video or care about your content. They could just be watching for a second and keep swiping. And it could be a false sense of success, which may be harder for brands to gauge your value to them. And again, shows Annie is about the vanity numbers and metrics at this point. She also said that she hated the quote unquote trick of YouTube shorts to get views and subscribers. But on TikTok, she seems to like that feature. Maybe this is her deflecting from being too lazy to try out shorts or evaluate them like channel makers did where channel makers basically dedicated 
their entire channel for a while to case studies and presenting data around shorts as it was in the beta phase before it really officially launched, which to me as an engineer who has to make real world decisions with real world consequences, I really appreciate the data perspective rather than the fluff word salad, empty vague promises that other people do. And this could also be, she just doesn't want to backtrack on what she was saying before. So she's just ignoring it. Like we've said a million times in this, this episode, but on Annie's reason for not using shorts being that all content is displayed together and doesn't look good visually. And there's no trending for shorts. This really isn't relevant now because if you've been using shorts since the beginning, for, since they were first introduced, you are now able to separate on your channel homepage shorts from long form content and organize it in a more visually appealing way. And now, just like TikTok, thumbnails don't really matter on YouTube shorts anymore. Beginning they did. Plus, there are such things as playlists on YouTube that are very helpful, which I think a YouTube growth advice guru channel should know about. And these are similar to kind of like the highlights on Instagram where you can collect a whole bunch of things and put them front and center. But if you are doing the content and making content for the value and the passion, why do you care about what is trending? Unless your sole goal is numbers and not passion and not value in your content. What is also interesting was Annie pointing out TikTok's move toward longer form content, similar to what Instagram did with IGTV, which means that her reasons for liking TikTok now may change once they change their platform to look more like YouTube and Instagram to have both long and short form content existing together. TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, they're all really looking more like each other now than ever before. And the mix of long and short form content is basically now on every platform, even Snapchat so and Twitter. So as far as having too many metrics to look at, <laughs> I get what she is saying to a point because a metric is only as good as you knowing how to use it, how to interpret it, how to apply whatever data you find and that metrics value in the ecosystem, whatever platform it's, it's on, which for a beginner can be very confusing, but committing to learning over time makes it easier and more useful, which in her most recent video that we just talked about, she said content strategy change takes six to eight months, but then contradicted that in her TikTok video before that by saying she had this huge revelation after only three to five days of using the platform. I get what she is saying as far as more metrics to stress over can be bad, but this is why I think she should do or she would do great sharing about discipline as a creator because I struggle with that all around considering I have a full-time career offline, studying to be licensed to advance that career and hoping one day the two will intersect while right now I have to fit the channel as it is in my life as it is right now. And so that's why I thought when it was cool when Annie shared about herself going back to school recently and showing a different side to her on her channel, more of a lifestyle. So I don't know, she seems to be going back and forth a lot, not really mixing all of them into one as much as I thought she would. 
But let's get to some final, final, final reactions as we wrap up this episode. So to me, her TikTok comment praising the short form content focus moving towards the long form content on TikTok is another short-sighted piece of advice from Annie. And it actually helps support my belief that she is just trying to start over on another platform because she's burning bridges or she's burnt bridges and made mistakes on YouTube. But I've also seen her have troubles on other platforms, including her original Instagram account being taken down recently. She, from what I understand, has been kicked out of Facebook groups before. So this wouldn't be the first platform that she'd have a problem with. And it looks like she just keeps bouncing around, hoping her same behavior won't keep catching up to her on these other platforms. And also her deleting critical comments under her comment sections, which makes them no fun to comment on or read. <laughs> but until she changes, it will keep catching up with her. Like I said before, I think that original shorts opinion video of hers and the fallout was horrible for her YouTube advice channel brand, which I think was why she switched content back to more lifestyle for a moment and now kind of does both on her channel under a larger umbrella, which isn't is pretty smart, but I see through the reasoning for why that was. And maybe her newer audience doesn't see through that. Does she jump from lifestyle to growth? And the growth is what growth channel advice is what blew up her channel and then she went back to lifestyle after the controversy. So um we'll see. But I think now she's stuck because she preaches all these things, but clearly sees TikTok as this like shiny new object, but she still has this baggage of the YouTube shorts opinion. And I think, I'm, I mean, I'm seeing the inconsistency in principle. I'm sure there's many others, but maybe their comments are being deleted because she did mention she's getting messages about it. So anyways, I think her ignoring though, her former shorts stance or coming up with these non-reason reasons to not post shorts is her only move at this point without changing that short stance officially. And like I said before, having to admit she was wrong directly on that point, proving her critics right. I do think it would make sense for Annie to do shorts on YouTube as well as her other platforms so people can watch her YouTube channel advice on YouTube conveniently rather than move from one site to the other or splitting your audience. And if your goal is to repurpose YouTube content on other platforms and cross promote everything, why leave out the YouTube shorts portion of that equation? Why? Now this all makes me wonder what Annie actually believes or if she is actually thinking everything through for her audience. This is not just something that's being blown out of the proportion or nitpicking on. This is a person with a channel posturing as a YouTube growth channel, promoting and selling products and tools to help people grow their YouTube channels and took a stance against YouTube shorts, a vehicle to do just that even though on any other platform, she would be justifying using that feature. And it makes me think Annie is desperate for easy growth and numbers and money to gain back some credibility she lost. And, and that's inherently nothing wrong with that in my opinion. And, and as long as you add value and are passionate first, but now knowing what we know in the past, it comes across as her grifting. Not that she isn't allowed to change her mind, but when you take the hardline stance as she did with shorts, it's hard to pull this move off without acknowledging your change in stance across the board based on a principle 
unless she doesn't really realize the contradiction and comparison between TikTok and shorts or thinks her audience doesn't realize it. Both are bad looks for someone creating growth content because the latter shows she isn't fully thinking through things and really doesn't know either platform well enough to see the similarities and differences. So let me know what you think of all this. Tap or click the screen next to me on YouTube or head to the description for more related content from me on this subject.